What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Now. I am back in the hosting seat. My internet is working again. Funny thing is, I don't know what's up with Comcast on Tuesdays. It went out earlier today, too. And I was like, no, don't do this. And then I came back home and it was back on. Anyways, I'm your host, Jacob Bartley. We have a three-man crew as of now. I'm sure Mr. Gio Ramos will be joining us shortly. And maybe we'll get... Oh, Keith Barnes is out of town this week. He's on vacation. Keith is out on vacation. So enjoy your vacation, Keith. I'm sure you'll watch this eventually. I will introduce the other two gentlemen joining me this evening. One of them is Brian Avalasino. How's it going, Brian? I am doing swell. I'm enjoying the not melting hot weather. And <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, 88. I'm to see a movie. Yeah, this week. absolutely. Yeah, me too. 88 degrees is great for us, right? <laughs> like when it this, goes down to 88. The beautiful. last two days have been perfect. Keep it like this anymore, and I'm not happy. <laughs> Absolutely. I have had the door open and just like chilling and living the dream as far as that. Anything else? No, thank you. <laughs> and Jake Berlin, how is the heat treating you and how are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing okay today. Uh, I was telling you guys before we started, I had a very, very long day at work. Um, one of the longest days I've had. Uh, in quite a while, but uh, I was having Brian test it out with me before I got going. I have a portable AC unit now. Whoa, so nice. My garage, my garage is no longer going to, I mean, it's not like the 100 degrees we've had lately, but um, it's no longer going to be that you hot. When say I mean, like, you can't even say 100. It's like 110. Yeah. Like, and I don't wow. know what's going on with my lighting, by the way. I look yellow. It's no different than it usually is, but whatever. No, you don't. So. Yeah, I look a little yellow compared to normal. I was thinking my lighting looks better today, so that I'm sorry, Jake. But look at <laughs> us, Brian. You made your bed. Well, I put a Grogu blanket on there, so uh, I wasn't sure if we could see it. So it's pretty cool. Um, look at us complaining, Brian. We'll forget Jake's in a garage, <laughs> like especially last week when it was. He's fine. Crazy. His garage is pretty nice. He's fine. Well, I made it nice. Let's be real. <laughs> I made it. Yeah, yeah. I, I still need to check that out. Um, so for those of you who don't know, we usually uh, start the show with a segment called the movie watching challenge where one of us gets challenged to watch a movie each week. And uh, <laughs> there we go. There's our great sound. Effect. You're, just like, you're like out of nowhere. And great timing. Whoa. Yes. What, what are we talking about? Jacob just dro- like going, <laughs> going yeah, but I guess, I, guess I should be used to it by now. So that's okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll plan it now. For those of you who don't know, that's when it's coming up. There we go. From now on. <laughs> um, I see a oh, comment from somebody that I haven't seen in the chat before. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. I have not. I'm seen sure. Hello. Welcome. Yes. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm. I'm guessing the Fast and Furious topic is what brought you on. So welcome. We'll be getting that, uh, get, getting to that shortly. Um, so the movie watching challenge, Gio was challenged last week to watch Apocalypse Now, not to be confused with our show name, um, but he's not here at the moment. So we will discuss that with him either later on the show or another time. Um, but I was challenged by are you Gio. Drink, are you drinking a Star Wars beer? Yeah, it's my my d- double IPA from Device in downtown. Ooh, 
It's called the Tropical Stormtrooper. That looks cool. <laughs> well, I thought I saw like the helmet and I was like, how is it? It's amazing. And fun fact on this. Uh, so everybody support local breweries because they are the greatest thing on the planet Earth. Here in Sacramento, we are very Arthur. blessed. Jake very blessed. Is, Jake busts his ass so he can support the local. With, with the, yeah, he really, <laughs> uh, we are blessed with the plethora of breweries have, but so this was, this was originally, uh, dropped last year and i was like super pumped to get it it sold out in a day it was gone oh wow heartbeat and so i bought two things of it this year and i'm still slowly going through them. oh is it seasonal uh it's it's like a it's called a rare drop is what they so it's like it's there when it's there it yeah they just kind of want to do it whenever they want to do it um and it happened a few months ago and so i bought two two or not two cases but two things of them I've been slowly going through them, but I'm crossing my fingers that it becomes a regular uh, because the company itself doesn't have a lot of tropical stuff, and it's actually quite good. So Awesome. Is it an IPA? It's a double IPA. Ooh, I do need to try that. I've been laying off the IPAs lately, but I do like to try new ones to see see if they're good. It's really um, good. Yeah, so basically, we'll just get to me being challenged then um, for this part. So uh, you guys all chose a movie for me. So I will go. I will go ahead and also put a poll up this week because I like to be tortured by the viewers and have them choose which movie I'm going to watch. So let's get to it, Brian. All right, sir. Uh, this might be a, a pretty uh, interesting poll for you, but uh, the four movies. <coughs> excuse me. I took an air too fast. Uh, the four movies that you have been challenged to are. A few good men. Isn't this the you can't handle the truth movie? You can't handle the truth. Okay, so I yeah, I've never <laughs> yeah, seen. You gotta it. say it right, Brian. Okay, sorry. Uh, the second one is a league of their own. The the third is ready or not. Okay. And the fourth is Kate Fear. I see what you're talking about now, Brian. We've seen these uh, in rotation a few times. But, hey, I honestly, I want to watch all of those movies. Uh, those all look great. So, if one of, whichever wins, ones win, I'm totally fine with that. Did you notice they finally fixed the transitions? It went straight to the other image without showing this one first. Oh, that's cool. Did you yeah. notice it? See, like, watch. I, Remember how it used to like break back to ours first? I think so. The but more I know. So you so many times I've been like, all right, I'm gonna watch a movie tonight. And I'm like, I'm gonna watch Ready or Not. And it's one of the one movies that uh my girlfriend has seen and I haven't. So oh. like so I'm like, hey, let's watch Ready oh, or Not. She's like you can't let that happen, bro. And I, and, and she's like, happen. I've already You're seen the last that. one. I know, right? Everybody that I know. But yeah, so I'm like, let's watch it. And she's like, I already seen that. And I'm like, okay, well, we got to watch something else. Uh, Uh, Just for fun, I always like to know, who do you think picked what? um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Keith chose Cape Fear. Um, Jake chose A League of Their Own. Uh... Ready or not is Brian, and if you could manage Geo, I'm not looking at your faces, so that, those are my guesses. Fair enough. Interesting. 
Yep. But um, we're going to try to mix it up and add some new movies in here going forward. So, so that should be fun. But um, yeah, go please vote on the poll. Jake, let them know when it will be up. It'll be up tomorrow seconds. morning. It'll be okay. up. No, it'll tomorrow. be up. I'm, I'm currently Good. doing something else that's important for the show. So it'll Jake be up. had an 11 hour work day and he's still working right now. So it'll be up tomorrow morning for sure. So go ahead and vote on that and decide what I'm going to be watching this weekend. Um, so we do have a few shows to tell you guys about. Should I just go ahead and let them know about them? Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. So if you haven't checked out the other two shows that we got going on here at Apocalypse Movies, the first one is Marvel Rewind. Well, we are currently reviewing Loki, the season, first season of Loki, and we'll be talking episode three uh, coming up here this week on Wednesday tomorrow. at it's tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was look, I was so confused. I was trying to think like when do I get to watch Loki and I get to watch Loki tonight at midnight if I can stay up. I've been so tired lately. Uh started working early mornings again. So, we'll see if I can stay up for Loki this time around. But regardless, we will be reviewing it at 7:30 p.m. tomorrow on Wednesday Pacific Standard Time. So, come by for Marvel Rewind and you'll get a full end up Spoiler discussion on Loki episode three. Also, if you've been watching The Bad Batch on Disney Plus, the Star Wars animated show um, spinoff of The Clone Wars, we've been reviewing that every Friday on The Fandalorian Club. You can come check us out there. We review review the episodes every Friday, and I don't, I have no idea what episode number we're on, but nine. we'll be talking the nine, newest nine, episode, nine, nine. the newest episode this Friday, episode nine, and. I am so ashamed because this, the week that I decide to like I not be on Mandalorian it. Club anymore, they have the best damn episode other I... than maybe the premiere. Like I love that episode, guys, just so you know. It was a great episode. Um, but I definitely need to – I'm going to try to get on whenever I can. But, yes, check us out, the Mandalorian Club. On Friday, we'll be talking the newest episode of The Bad Batch for sure. And we're going to be talking Luca, the new animated uh, – Pixar film uh, currently on Disney Plus. It is not Premiere Access. I, I actually thought it was Premiere Access at first. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'm just going to wait to buy it or maybe go see it in theaters. But what do you know? It was released straight on to Disney Plus. We'll be talking this full spoiler review about that uh, coming up shortly. But before we get to that, we do have a little piece of news that we're going to talk about. And I'll throw it to Jake to tell us what that is. Yeah, we, uh, we, this wasn't originally in the plan today but about two hours ago i know that there's some kind of event going on somewhere in the world um and the transformers franchise just blew the doors open on what their plan is uh and more specifically their next film a uh, whole bunch of details were revealed and yes the transformers movies aren't always the best movies as far as films go um, but they are some of the biggest blockbusters we have uh ever they make a butt ton of money and um, they are capable of, of bringing a lot of cool things to the screen. And so we knew for a while that Creed II director Stephen Cable Jr. was going to be taking over the, the next movie, Transformers 7. Thanks. No title, no details, anything like that. Um, but today we got an official title, some details, some story beats. And the official title of Transformers 7 is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It is titled Rise of the Beasts. Um, and that is implying 
that it is going to be based on a storyline that I have been wanting to see on screen for quite some time, and that is Beast Wars. Not as long as me. If you know what Beast <laughs> Wars is, uh, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Um, so uh, a couple other things were also announced as far as the movie goes. It's going to be set in New York, specifically Brooklyn, in 1994. Um, so a little bit after the oh. Bumblebee setting, which is going to be well, which was originally in the 80s. Um, and some of the movie will also take place in Peru, you know, kind of going outside of the U.S. as most of the movies do. Uh, and it stars, oh God, where are they? Right here. Um, so there's a character named Noah played by Anthony Ramos. And if you know who uh, Anthony Ramos is, he was he was just in In the Heights for HBO. Um, he was the lead actor in that film. Oh, and he's, nice. playing, he's playing a character called Noah, uh, living with his mom and his brother after serving in the military. He's a father figure uh, for trying to get back on uh, his feet after the military. Described as a genius when it comes to electronics, who is also said to have a, a heart of tenacity. And then the co-lead is Dominique Fishback, who plays a character from Brooklyn. And she works at a museum of artifacts. And she's trying to br uh, break the glass ceiling at work, but her boss keeps taking credit for all the work she does. Um, and described as a sophisticated thinker. Um, so those are your two leads. But the big part here... And if you know what Beast Wars is, this is where the Beast Wars comes into play. It's not just Autobots and Decepticons. We have three other factions of Transformers joining the fight in this movie. We have the Predacons, we have the Maximals, and we have the Terracons. Um, three giant factions in the Transformers world, which puts five sides of the Transformers universe up against one another. Um, tons of characters from cartoons, comic books, all that stuff have been announced as coming to the big screen. Uh, I'm not going to bring them up because there's a lot of them and they're not that well known. But the biggest part is the movie will, in fact, focus on Optimus Prime. Um, but it's going to be Optimus Prime before we kind of knew him as Optimus Prime. Um, it, it was said in the announcement today that the movie will kind of shift him into the Optimus Prime that we knew when the first Transformers rolled around. Uh, and the biggest and last detail I can say is that the, uh, the director had said that the climax of the film um, is one of the biggest things they have done in a Transformers movie, leading wow. a lot of people to believe that all five factions of Transformers will essentially be in a Transformers war at the end of the film, um, which is exactly what we've been wanting for a very, <laughs> very long time. Uh, so Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Beast Wars, Optimus Prime, 1994. Um, what are we thinking, guys? This this could be a, a nice shift for this franchise. This is crazy. I so basically, I mean, I read it in the notes when um, earlier today, but like that full detailed description is my first time hearing it, and I am not the biggest transformers fan i don't know a lot about transformers like i before you just said that i didn't i thought the decepticons were and the two ones were the only ones that existed and to hear all this stuff is pretty cool uh, of course i watched transformers when i was a kid and i had some of the toys but i was never like super super into it so still learning but i just rewatched bumblebee on sunday ironically great movie. and uh, yes great movie directed by travis knight and it's it, it, it honestly, it's my favorite um, Transformers movie. The first one is really good too, but those two are top notch as far as the franchise goes. And it seems like so Bumblebee they kind of went a little smaller, right? And it seems like they're kind of going right back to making a big movie. 
which as long as it's good, that's all I care about. And yeah, that's fair. I think it's cool that, you know, they're, I forget the, the guy's name, the actor that you named, but he's obviously he was in, in the Heights and he's going to be the only in, one that's seen that. Yes. At the moment. I haven't yet. seen it yet. I, I want to watch it though. Um, and I, I really like, I've seen him in other stuff before and I really like him. So I'm glad he's getting the opportunity rather than like some big movie star like Mark Wahlberg, you know? Uh, so, so that's pretty cool. And it's weird. They're kind of doing like the humans are like the secondary, they kind of always been the secondary part, but they focus on Haley Steinfeld and her family in the first one. And that they're not even probably ever, we're never going to see them again. I don't think. And now we're going to see these new human characters and maybe the next one will be a different set of human characters in the nineties or something. So this is really cool. It, it feels like an event film though, honestly, like as far as transformers go. So as We've seen Transformers movies where it's just a bunch of action with no like story ramifications. I hope if there is like a big battle at the end like that, that there's there's something at stake that we care about as viewers. As long yeah. as there there's story elements that we care about, this could be really really fun. And of course, Michael Bay's not directing, so I and I liked Creed too. It wasn't great but i really liked it so i'm optimistic about it for sure and we saw travis knight direct a small film do a transformers movie great job and we're seeing this guy direct a smaller film and then go on to transformers so I i'm excited honestly uh to answer nussbaum's comment real quick uh yeah nussbaum uh bumblebee was set in the 80s late 80s mm -hmm. this is early 90s so it definitely is yeah uh, for sure. in that world and they haven't said at this point um that none of these movies are like out of canon order etc um and so they're all taking place in the same timeline from what we understand so that's funny that you brought that up because as far as i want they should just completely start a whole new i agree i wish bumblebee was the start of it all i i, I totally that, agree i think bumblebee should be the start this is the second one and forget about the other five. The other five, the first one's great, cool. But the way they started Bumblebee, that was such... I loved that movie. That was a fantastic movie. Way better than probably 90% of the other Transformers movies outside of the first one. Um, so I... I kind of hope that they just start a whole new. And if they see that this is successful, just say, oh, that was old canon or something. I don't know, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Oh, that's um, Because so far, it's been great. I, I'm loving the new stories that we're getting from it. Because, um, correct me if I'm wrong anyways, um, they ch Optimus from Bumblebee is different from him coming in the the other five. It's been so long since I've watched the Transformers movies. Uh, well, see, that's we we don't know because it's so far in the past. Yeah, uh, and they it, never really came out and said right. It's like either. it's like twenty five years in the past compared to when the original came out. And then and yeah, like Jacob said, they never really like said yes or no. And he was only in the beginning of the movie. He yeah. was only in the, so. For all well, we know. And, yeah. And so I'm fine with them. I would 
actually prefer them to start a whole new like wash those five and start a whole new transformer. I don't think there's anything in Bumblebee that confirms that they are connected to the other five. Unless yeah. I'm mistaken. I don't think they say a single word about anything. Yeah. No. Jesse, and I think tell us if it is. We see in the first one, right? We see like them landing on Earth or whatever. And then we see that again in Bumblebee. So we don't know. Maybe they arrived twice at different parts, you know, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we do see. So Optimus Prime is on Earth at the end of Bumblebee. Um, we assume yeah. he's riding off with, with Bumblebee. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I. I kind of can we just pretend Bumblebee's the start of a, That's a what I'm reboot, saying. even if it's not. <laughs> I think not? you're going to be hard yeah. pressed to find more people against a, yeah. a reboot than you would for. Personally, I mean, I mean, I agree. I, I, agree. I, I yeah, I mean, I think out of the three of us, three for three on starting a new for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm down. Keep it out of Michael's Michael Bay's hands where the whole entire movie is just explosions. Um, focus more on the, uh, the robots and not the humans. Um, and I think it'll be fantastic. The main actor, the one from in the Heights, he's awesome. He's yeah. absolutely is in the Heights. Like my favorite movie of all time. No. Was it a great movie? Absolutely. Not wasn't my type of movie, but it for what it is, it's a fantastic movie, and he is a very large part of that reason. Um, to the point where afterwards I was like, Man, I really kind of hope we see this guy a lot more. Um, and then hello, boom, there you go. It's like <laughs> here's Transformers, Anthony Ramos. We got to remember his name, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm to be honest, like, I was kind of like, Oh, cool, like more another transformers movie like it's about kind of time heard his name and i was like oh okay that that's a really good casting so yeah. like i i kind of uh i kind of dig that casting more than honestly like the whole story i mean yeah beast wars is going to be freaking awesome but like they have a solid person to be that human element so I just hope they don't like grab your prototypical like here's John Cena. Here's the rock. I here's I I kind of think that uh, and some whoever and I'll tell you what character it's gonna be when they put that in. It's gonna be that person that you said is stealing the ideas from um the girl for the boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be your John Cena. Vin uh, Diesel, whatever role. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I I Ooh. kind of think that. I guess it's a, it's a think and a hope that the humans won't be as big of a factor as we are as we are usually used to. Um, I've been saying this for a long time, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but it needs to happen. I know it's not this movie, but Transformers is a large enough universe. To where you don't need a human element. It's not like it's not like Godzilla and Kong, right? Where you can't just have the monsters in the entire time. These characters talk. They they talk. And I understand that it would be a crap ton of money to have them in every single shot. I get that. But 
at some point, I think that there needs to be a movie about Transformers where it's just strictly Transformers. The Cybertron War. Yeah, do a, and those video games, by the way, are effing awesome. Yeah. They are awesome. great. Um, the the War of Cybertron and Fall of, Fall of Cybertron are incredible. Um, if they're leading to that, great, awesome. I would love to see it. It's just, I have a feeling that the the human characters might be in it enough to a point to where all of this is going to happen on Earth per usual. I want to see the Autobots, the Decepticons, the Terrorcons, all these factions fight on Krypton, not Krypton, Jesus, Cybertron. <laughs> or so Cybertron is a separate planet. It's destroyed, God, right? Not, that's the whole reason stupid. they go to Earth. Yeah, it's it's but very, it would that, be, that's why I said Krypton, because it's very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It, yeah. Would, it would need to be before uh, Bumblebee. Uh, they showed it. It would need to tell that whole story into Bumblebee, essentially. Because That's they showed true, it. Because obviously like we see it at the beginning. Movie. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. I, I mean, I, I it could be I, set on another planet, I guess, uh, in this universe, you know? Could. Maybe they, maybe for some reason they're like, we can't stay on Earth. We have to find a new home or something. And it could be something like that. Um, but I think they definitely could do the Cybertron War thing. You've been saying that for years, Jake. I, I remember... I, I, it's just it needs to happen at some point it really does like it I, and i i try to come up with the idea of like i try to think of franchises that i can compare it to right that have beings that talk um and everyone so far has a human factor the one that i tried to focus on the most was the, the planet of the apes the most recent planet of the apes as like we had a human factor but the apes mm -hmm. were the 90 percentile focus of those films and they weren't talking half the time. Well, yeah. they, they weren't talking. And so these characters physically talk. They have lives. They work. They When war isn't happening, they have jobs. Like there's a military. There's a science program. There's like there's all of these things. They're a total race of beings that you could easily focus on in a movie. Easily. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason why you can't do that. Like, if you had all the money in the world, like, there's no reason. Like, it would be weird if Godzilla or King Kong was be like, hey, I'm going to go fight that guy. Yeah. <laughs> if they started talking, you'd be like, what? But, like, these guys talk. They have their human. Well, the closest thing I can think of is the Lion King remake. Yeah. That's, they basically did this with that. And there's yeah. no human characters, you know? But and I those mean, are all animals talking, you know. It's it's all people say try to debate like, is it really live action or is it just a CGI film, you know? So that's kind of what this would be. It just makes it. me wonder, like, I, I'm sure it's a big reason, but outside of money, like, what is stopping them from doing that? I'm like, not the only one. I haven't been the only one saying this for like a no, while. like, but I mean, time. like, so the argument that people pose is that. The reason they put humans in these stories is because the general audience, like they have to have that human connection, like that relatability to like, this is happening on earth. This is happening to humans. That's the argument. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's the argument that people pose when it comes to that. And I think studios think that you have to have human characters in these movies. Cause think about any movie where it's not about the humans, right? 
the humans aren't the main focus, like the apes movies, Transformers. They always have human characters in them. And they try to give them a full story with love interest and all this stuff. I used to be like, you have to have some human element, but I'm kind of leaning towards what you guys are saying is like, you can totally do a movie as long like I said, give us a great story. It doesn't matter if there's humans in it or not. Yeah. yeah. It just, I mean, if you need humans, put them at the beginning of the movie, say like have Optimus prime telling a story. And it's yeah. the story of why they fled Cybertron. Because as far as I'm concerned, the only thing I've ever heard fans want is a Cybertron movie. Yeah. The destruction of Cybertron. You know what they would and, do though? They would be they would find a way to have humans on Cybertron somehow. That I'm, I bet you they would. <laughs> yeah. And that would be totally just, against just what don't we need want. It. You don't need it. Yeah. Like, it's like it's it's and I know this is a wild comparison, but it's kind of like to me, like if we're saying like you need humans in it, it's kind of like when uh, studios have to have an English version of a movie. You don't have to have an English version of the movie. The movie can just be as good as it is just with subtitles. Yep. It's just something. It's kind of like that. I mean, it just it's just an annoying. Like, I mean you don't see them make remaking parasite because it had well, I, that was the first movie I was thinking of. Cause like, I obviously I, I watched it in its original language and I wouldn't even want to see it dubbed English version of it. Yeah. It wouldn't be the same at no. all. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I, I think it's just a stupid excuse that is getting old and uh, yeah, but I think I, it's anyway. exhausting that that, that it hasn't happened yet. We're seven movies in it. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. The, the fact that's exactly the fact that we are seven movies into this franchise. And it wasn't until the last movie that we've even seen anything from it. And it was a what? Five to 10 minute. Clip. What was the one thing that, and I know that Bumblebee is a great movie, but what was the one thing people were talking about the most coming out of that movie? The negative thing? No, oh, 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 no, no, okay. The yeah, opening yeah. of the movie. Yeah. The opening, like, yeah. we literally finally saw Cybertron. <laughs> like, finally saw Cybertron. It's the perfect voice acting of Dylan O'Brien as Bumblebee. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we just see it. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. Yes, with no Michael Bay, Brian. <laughs> Agreed. No Michael Bay. Keep him, keep him away with it. Agreed. But, I'm excited. I think he has a forever producer credit on Transformers, yeah, but he doesn't even work on them, though. No, just I just like, looked it up. Or I don't think he worked on Bumble. Who knows if he worked on Bumble? He's, but he's got he's the very last person listed right now under. Uh, yeah, he'll always be just because he was so involved. But like, it's like Steven Spielberg with most of his producer credits. He's like actually doesn't do anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I know a lot of people. What they wanted was this. Beast Wars storyline. Uh, Jake's been saying it for years, and uh, hopefully, it lives up to the expectations. And I hope, honestly, like part of me hopes that the title of it means that we'll see more than just one movie of it. So I, I wanted to bring that up quickly before we do move on. I think, and I got to say this too. I am sick and tired of titles having the word rise in it. Like get rise the word the like, of the apes. It's right. Like 
It's not that cool of a word, everybody. It's not. But anyway. Yeah, stop I, I agree with you 100%. They need to stop putting that in. I, I hope yeah. that this... I hope that this is either a set of movies or like two movies or three movies or whatever. Of course, I, what I would say with every franchise is I want them to focus on one. If it's successful, go to the next one. If it doesn't work, move on to something else. Just make a good single story. Don't rely on it having a sequel. Not everything needs to have an open ending. Like it doesn't need to have an open ending. Anyway, I and I know it, it doesn't coincide, but I really hope to God that it's Rise of the, Rise of the Beast War of Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron. Like, I think that'd be so effing fire if they did that on screen. The first movie had humans and everything else, no humans. Hasbro, Hasbro, hire me, please. <laughs> well, uh, Hasbro. So basically, they would have to eliminate contacts. Bumblebee from canon then if they did that, right? Well, not necessarily. They would uh, just go back in time. Wasn't Cybertron destroyed? They would just have to go back in time. It'd be yeah, a prequel. Time, time travels over over every movie, so why not? Prequel. Oh, hey, there we go. Time travel Transformers movie. There we go. Great. Or Just a prequel, cool. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's um, next? All right. Well, unless you guys have any other thoughts, we'll go ahead and move on. Um, we do have our fourth member here, Gio Ramos. What is going on, Gio? How are you doing, man? What's up? I, for whatever reason, thought we start at 730 and um my brother was like hey it's 7 20 don't you start i was like no i was like oh shit hey, yeah. your brother commented in the chat like at like 6 45 so he knows the time <laughs> i do that sometimes too, Gio, for, honestly because it was the old 7 30 was the old time so sometimes i think it's 7 30 i'm like wait no it's seven so we'll say you okay. sound better you don't sound sick anymore yeah, I spent the weekend uh, at Claritin for breakfast and Tylenol for dinner. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a very chill weekend spent indoors. So oh, very nice. I got a right. lot of work done, so that's good. So that's what you got to do when you're not feeling well. Um, all right, Gio. So we we're up to uh, we just had our Transformers discussion, and but we missed your thoughts on Apocalypse Now. So we'll go ahead and jump to that and go ahead, man. This is the movie you were challenged to. I forget. Who chose Jake chose this movie, correct? Yes. Jake and not me. I have not seen it. Brian hasn't seen it. So I'll leave it to you, Gio. How what'd you think, man? Oh, you boys need to watch this movie ASAP. <laughs> okay. Because when you watch this movie, you're gonna see things and you're gonna be like, Oh my god, so many movies were inspired by this movie, and um just incredible. First, let me just say. Last week, I said Oliver Stone directed this. Oliver Stone wished he directed this, okay? It was Francis Ford Coppola. And um, what else did I say? I said Charlie Sheen was in this movie. It's actually his uh, dad, right? Martin Sheen. In Martin this movie. Sheen, yes. Yeah. I think um, you were thinking of a different movie, right? <laughs> I think I was thinking of Pl Platoon. Yeah, Platoon. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw this movie on uh, Amazon Prime, and uh, I'm thankful I did because th there is a lot of familiar faces well not familiar faces familiar names in this movie and throughout the movie i kept pausing because when you pause on prime it shows the cast and i'm like oh my god that's Lawrence fishborn oh my god that's robert duvall and then of course marlon brando who ha doesn't have a role quite as big as i thought but man he is so incredible in this movie 
like such a philosophical character and the whole time they are like talking about him and they're making his anticipation i mean they're making his you know debut in the movie see more and more and more and more bigger and man when he is on screen he is just a force man but okay so apocalypse now came out in 1979 so 89 99 2019 over 40 years ago and you know i i kept i kept asking myself like okay like is because for me i think this movie is a freaking masterpiece like i want to watch it again and i want to see the other versions of this movie because i heard there's like two or three different versions of it and it, it just it it caught me from the first scene it lets you know it lets you know right away what kind of movie this is gonna be okay like this one doesn't hold back okay it doesn't like i don't know you know how sometimes movies they like over dramatize things or like you know do it for entertainment not in this case uh francis coppola said you know this movie's not about vietnam this movie is vietnam and i'm talking about the vietnam war and it just you see this journey through the eyes of martin sheen's character and you know everything that you know he witnesses from soldiers you know spending too much time over there during that i mean it's one of the deadliest wars for the us if not the deadliest and you see that through the soldiers in this movie i mean they just uh, they're losing their minds you know some of them don't know why they're here and it's just it's a very uncomfortable movie but one absolutely worth watching um it's it's impossible to talk about this in just five minutes okay i will say for the past hour and 10 minutes hour and 15 minutes i kept replaying ride of the valkyries over and over and over again because it's so well done in this movie like i thought back to Zack snyder and watchmen and how dr manhattan's you know walking through the nom war and i'm like oh that's where he got it from and it's just it's an it's just an incredible piece of film that you guys absolutely have to watch and i'd be curious what your thoughts are standouts Robert Duvall's character. <laughs> I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I'm like, oh <laughs> that's my line, God, the best line crazy. That's line from the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, Marlon Brando as Kurtz. Okay. Like I said, he, he, he has talked about throughout the movie. And then when you finally see him, it's not a straight up reveal. The way Francis uh, Coppola, you know, has these shots of Marlon Brando. Like and the lighting of it, it's just it's he is a character in this movie. He is insane in the best way possible. I love this movie, Jake. Thank you so much for recommending it. I thought Saving Private Ryan was the best war movie. And Ooh. I don't even know if you can call this a war movie. But no, Apocalypse Now makes Saving Private Ryan looked like the little brother who tries hard, you know. No disrespect. Saving Private Ryan's is amazing. But Apocalypse Now. Wow. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it, guys. The where's horror. our where's the our pew, 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 pew. Oh my god. <laughs> I think uh Gio doesn't get very excited on this show very much unless it's DC or Zack Snyder. 
And that that was the most rave raved he's ever talked about anything on this show outside of that. So I feel like that might be the most loved challenge watch along. This movie deserves Taco Flicks now to talk about because it's just I'm I'm blown away. Okay. I'm blown away. I hear there's a 4K version that came out in 2019 or something, 2020. I need to own that. I need to own it. And you guys, if you haven't wow. seen this movie, if there was one movie that you need to watch in your lifetime just once, it's this movie. There is so much in this movie to love. And I kept thinking, I, I kept trying to think, because you know me, I'm like, no movie's perfect. And I'm like, okay, maybe the action in the movie, the the, the stunts, the action set pieces are a little bit dated. But, I, but then I'm like, wait a minute, this is way before CGI. Everything that I'm seeing, all the explosions and whatnot, it's all real. And it's scary, but it's glorious. So Apocalypse Now, absolutely recommend. It's on my uh, scratch-off board, so I guess I... Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an all-timer. It's an all-timer. Wow. Yeah. I never wanted to watch a movie immediately after the podcast. More. <laughs> no, I'm kind of the same. Like I, I was like, if if Geo, like, because that's a genuine reaction to that movie, and I, if you're that hyped about it, like, I, I, I will I say this, uh, Brian, it's probably not for you. Why? For what it's, reason? It's, it is slower. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's it's a it's a flat out story that. Francis Ford Coppola is telling a story with the finest of filmmaking. That isn't your jam. Damn it. Okay. And let me tell you. But, this but movie, I will say this. I will say yeah. this. Yeah. I would love for you to try it because it is one of the most beloved films of all time, period. Period. No, I, I know. Would, I, mean, I would love for you to try it. I mean, they used a clip or they used a part of uh, the movie in Star Wars. So, I mean... Oh, speak a young Harrison Ford, like and and I was listening well, he's to in an this? interview. Yep, he came straight from Star Wars to this role right here, and man, like so many rec- recognizable names, and then you find out who they are, and like wow, they are so young. <laughs> yes, a- apocalypse yeah. now. <laughs> so it's hard to say now that now that we are apocalypse. It is very hard to say that apocalypse now. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it really because your brain just starts automatically wanting to say yeah. apocalypse. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Brian, I'll say like, don't let that discourage you. I don't think any movie is a waste of time. Like, no, it doesn't no, matter. No, 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 no. So, like, uh, even if it's not something, you is pretty bad. Just, <laughs> ju- just Batman v Superman. That's it. <laughs> You're right, the theatrical version, but the ultimate edition is... Um, Well, I'll say, the idea of watching any movie is not a waste of time. Um, Maybe you feel like it is afterwards. That's a possibility. But I will say, like, even if it doesn't... Even if you don't enjoy it, you gain something from it, in my opinion, no matter what. So, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So... Probably immediately after this podcast, if I can. Highly, highly. Hey, I'll watch it afterwards. It'll keep me up until Loki. Boom. There we go. That works. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And man, dude, so many. Ins- I look at Kong Skull Island differently now. I'm like, wow, that was, that was heavily, heavily inspired yep. by this movie. Sure was. Jesus. Man. 
All right, we do got to move on, gentlemen. We do got to No, that's I'm just basking in like the reaction to G to Gio. Gio's that is awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad to hear that you like Gio. It Gio, just just go now so we just get happy, Gio. Just have a good night, man. Hey, maybe he his endorphins are flowing from talking about the movie. Maybe it'll last us just another 45 minutes. Seven, hey, just start coming at 7:30 more often. Gio <laughs> needs to stay because I need his hot takes for Fast and the Furious. That's true. Oh, you, oh, that's gonna be fun. In my opinion, in my that, opinion, he Luca. is the furious guy. It's because I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt. Like, yeah, that. it's definitely Jake and Gio are the Fast and Furious guys. Absolutely. Um, we are gonna rank those movies, do a tier ranking, but let's talk some Luca spoiler review. Yeah, so, guys, this yes. uh, this Disney Pixar film uh, is the first to come out that is not premiere access. Uh, if you did not know it came out. No, oh. it's not. Second. Soul. What was the first? Oh, you're right. Soul. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was a while ago. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, really? Oh, I got I got mixed up because Raya was premiere. Soul was yeah. like, it's just whole. Like, premiere. how do they decide which ones are? Well, so I, here's here's the fun fact. The two movies that weren't premiere access are Pixar. Raya was just Disney. Yeah. Ah. Um, and so now we know that going forward. Uh, yeah, Corella as well. Yes, correct. Um, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, if if you did not know that it came out, Luca is officially out on Disney Plus. If you have the streaming service, here's the uh, little poster of it. Um, if you did not know what Luca is all about, uh, it is about uh, what they call sea monsters in the movie who live beneath an Italian city. And it's about a young boy who wants to venture out and become someone else. And these sea monsters, when they breach the surface, uh, they become human unless they are touched by water. And it's a really interesting story between uh, two young friends as they kind of adventure through this Italian city. And the young boy gets to open his eyes to the world and everything like that. Um, We all watched it, all four of us. First time in a while, the four of us have watched the movie together. We're going to review together. Uh, so I just want to start with general thoughts, general thoughts before we kind of get anything specific. Anybody want to kind of start us off a little bit? Well, let me just say real quick. I just, and I I mentioned this yesterday, like this was such a weird double feature to have. I mean, to go from (laughs) like apocalypse now to Luca. It's just, yeah, but I mean, okay. Um, somebody. Oh, Brian was talking. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Stargate is right. It is the third onward was the first. No, Onward released in theaters first. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was they, Onward. They, Onward was in that weird. It came out in the beginning of March, right. so two or three weeks after it that's released, right. it dropped on Disney Plus because of the pandemic. Yeah, because um, I saw it in theaters. That's right. Um, I loved this movie. I think I and I was talking to my mom about it. I think I had more personal connection to it because I'm Italian. And so I, there were so many like things that like I grew up with that was played out in this movie or things happened that I grew up with that was played in this movie. Songs that I grew up with at my grandparents' house that were played in this movie. So like, I loved it. I loved it. I called my mom immediately that day and was like, you need to watch this. You're going to think this is the cutest movie ever. And I, 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 there are certain movies that have more of an, like 
they're not the best movie in the world, but they have more emotional ties. And that, and this is a hundred percent one of those movies for me. Uh, I can equate this to Lady Bird. Lady Bird is one of the ones that I will love forever because I'm from Sac. Well, not from. I live in Sacramento, and that whole movie takes place. This grew up Italian. The stere they played with stereotypes, but not in an offensive way. It was more funny. Like they had certain things that I was just like, "Oh my god, that's so true." Um, and yeah, I, I I loved this movie so much. Next. <laughs> Um, so you got, I'll go ahead. So typically like I'm usually like loving these Pixar movies and coming out very, um, like positive about them. I'm mixed on this movie. I, I am. And Brian, I mean, I'm, I'm not Italian. I didn't grow up with anything Italian culture, but I, I did, uh, I actually took an Italian film class in college. And right, this movie is essentially an homage. Well, it's a ton of things, but it's an homage to Italian cinema as well. It oh, plays absolutely. all and of culture. the old school Italian films. Uh, what is the end? I forget what the end is, but um, they all say Finn. that at the end of the movie. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is then, uh, ironic. Like because the style on. of the film, because I watched like 15 Italian films in that class classic ones and it the style of the film is very much like follows those things like and those are all live action movies for the most part yeah also that some of the stuff that goes on in this movie it's like pretty like whoa like just like crazy stuff going on like they randomly go into like these daydreams right and they're like doing these crazy things in these daydreams and like I could see as a viewer, like, maybe it's like, whoa, that's just so random. But a lot of Italian movies would do stuff like that. Like, there was this one movie we watched where they're, like, riding bikes in the sky at in the movie. And I'm like, okay, so this is – so this director, he's Italian, and he, he, he was very influenced by that stuff. And I appreciated all that stuff. Animation was beautiful. Um, I love the – like, the um, – I guess you can call it – mythology of the sea monsters like how even though they didn't really explain it that's fine they just they come out of the water they're they're human um all that stuff was cool but i just don't think for me as a story it, it worked like i didn't love the story like i wasn't like oh my goodness like what's gonna happen next i wasn't enthralled the whole time but i did enjoy it like it's it's a beautiful movie i just I just don't I think I was expecting a little bit more, but it's it's a good movie. I just wasn't blown away by it, to be honest. Gio. Well, let me just uh first say, Brian, that's pretty awesome where you're coming from with this movie. I I like that. And okay, so this movie came out a week ago. My two year old niece has been watching it nonstop ever since it came <laughs> out. Okay. Nice. And um, so I had seen parts of this movie throughout the week and then when i found out we were actually going to talk about it i was like okay i need to sit down and watch it and um i did and let me say it's a very solid pixar movie um i'm i put it up there with cars and i'm pretty high on cars um in case we ever do a tier ranking of pixar movies that'd be fun <laughs> um but i love the message the messages that this movie uh, talks about which we'll get into 
the animation is actually some of the most beautiful work I've seen in a Pixar movie. I love what they captured with Italy, and I've never been to Italy. I've only seen it in movies. I would love to go someday. Um, again, with the uh, comedy, it's uh, great as well. There's definitely some highlights in here. Um, and uh, as far as the story goes, I'll say it's a little bit by the numbers. Like I've I've seen it before. But I mean, that's that's not really a complaint that much. Um, but I, in the end, it's a solid movie. Um, Silencio Bruno. I love that line. That oh, is, yeah, that was great. That is a great. That was great right there. And so important, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so it actually. I have never processed a movie like I have or I've never processed a Pixar movie. Like I have Luca. Um, really? It wow. it took me, it did take me a bit to kind of like not wrap my head around it, but just sit back and think about it. Um, so I, I watched it last night. I, I was able to kind of find some time, and and with the quiet house, the dogs were finally dead asleep, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, I just watched the movie, and I enjoyed a movie for the first time in a while, just by myself and in the pitch black, not not having to worry about anything. Uh, not pitch black. You had your underwater theme going. I saw. I had my, I had my lights going. Yeah, I, right. I will say that Lucky. was the first time that I was like really like, oh damn, that probably. We should have just all went to Jake's and watched it. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that probably would have, like, it had the cool colors for like Kong and stuff, but I was like, the underwater is actually pretty dope. It was fire. Anyway, um, yeah, so. I think the reason why I was thinking about it so much is because if you rewatch the movie, it is the most simple story Pixar has ever done. Absolutely. The I think most, I was caught off guard by that, honestly. It is, it is the yeah. most simple, quiet story. And what I mean by that is there's not a lot of settings. It takes place in very, very few settings. Two there is hardly hardly ever any music in the background which makes it a very quiet film although the the score is brilliant there's very little music going on in the background outside of the big scenes with the the vespa rides and like and all that type of stuff right the water stuff because it's magical etc um so it's an extremely different approach to a pixar film than what we're used to uh because the pixar films are usually very vibrant and uh emotional and um, per, they have this really giant personality to them. I'm not saying this doesn't, but it takes an extremely different approach than what we are used to. And what I appreciate about it so much is that it's getting us prepared for what Pixar is going into. This isn't the first of its kind. We are going to be seeing so many more movies like this that are focused on these kind of cultures going forward from Pixar. This is going to be the new norm. Pixar goes in these phases of films where they do sequels, they do originals. Now they're going into cultures. That's what they are doing. And so we're starting with Luca. We're getting a small story about a young boy who is this. Well, you could say Coco was maybe the first one of those. Yeah, yeah that's true. That, yeah. That's very true. Um, very, very true. But this one is, it's, and I'm just, for the lack of a better term, I'm going to say that they're mermaids. I know it's not what they're called, but I'm just going to say they are mermaids. This young mermaid who is, been brought up in life to only know one thing. He's scared of boats. He's scared of human things. And then his eyes get opened up by his friend 
and his whole world changes. His entire life changes. And not only his, he changes the entire world. The entire world, because all of these people are afraid of these sea creatures, these sea monsters. The, spoiler, the movie ends with him going to a human school. <laughs> he is going to a human school. So as small of a movie as it is, it's a very important film because it doesn't just speak on what we can learn as people and judging and understanding and being okay with these things and those things. Um it also still has that Pixar magic to it. Uh, it's very enjoyable. It's it's very uh, unique. Um, and I really love and I forget her name, but the friend, the girl, the young girl. Uh, Julia. What's her name? Isn't it Julia? Yeah, Isn't that it is. Julia? Yeah. I really love – I think Julia was a brilliant, brilliantly written character. I also think her dad was amazing and the cat was hilarious. <laughs> uh, mustache on the cat killed me. I, I love – and I don't have a history with, with Italian uh, history. I don't. I'm not Italian. Um, but I, I can understand where Brian's coming from. The food, the look of it all, the the way that they talk, the the certain wording, the you know the movements and everything. It just – it screams Italian. And I also love the small villain role for that character too. Uh, not in your face, but enough to be like, oh, yeah, you hate that guy. You hate that guy. Yeah, he – it's funny because every single time he started to get annoying, they took him away and he disappeared for a little bit and then he'd reappear kind of for a little bit. And then yeah, they see, him away I didn't love his character. Like I, I, he seemed very, very one dimensional, but yeah. they had to have somebody antagonizing them. Right. Yeah. Like you have to. So it, it worked. Yeah. And the fact, I love the fact that the, the, um, my mom calls them nonies. The the two old women at the end have been living among them the whole entire. That was cool, and I love that Jake brought that up. Your the ending is kind of the best because you start to see oh the, now the these, villain baby bull rat. Baby oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah now yeah. the the sea creatures and the humans are just coming together, and now they're gonna live simultaneously like together. And you even I loved the artwork at the end when they showed like what happened afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, that. Oh, that was great too. The way the artwork played into it, absolutely. The little artwork, but the the end credits, right? When they showed like stuff that happened afterwards, and then they show the dad under the water with the, with the sea creatures, like just hanging out down there. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I love yeah, the I, grandma. Yeah, yeah, I come here a couple times a week. Yeah, yeah. she was great. They never once did the grandma like agree with them. She's the chillest, the chillest yeah. kid, grandma you can ever find. If I had a grandma, and I do have a grandma like that, but if I had a grandma uh, like that, like awesome. You do. Yeah, when he came first came back and the mom was like, Where were you? And she's she was laughing. like, I sent him out to well, the grandma said, I sent him out to go get something for me. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, grandma, I couldn't find it. And she covered for him. So yeah. that was don't say surface, don't say surface. Service? That was hilarious. You know, <laughs> this happens a lot. Once we start talking about a movie, I start to like it. Jacob more. is so typical. He's so yeah. just one note. He he doesn't yeah. like the movie. Then we talk about it. He's like, okay, I love the movie. No, so this happens a lot. Like we once we start talking about a movie more, I start to like like it more but i still you're like digesting it i still wasn't like over the moon about this movie yeah. and i think i think i was expecting i think jake nailed it on the head with like it was very simple and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but i was expecting like some deep complex 
idea like they did with Inside Out or with Soul. And to be fair, I never watched a trailer for this movie. So I didn't know. I I didn't watch a single thing. I didn't know what it was about. All I knew, obviously I knew there was a boy that can like come out of to the land and turns into human. That's it. That's all I knew. Yeah. It was very simple and, but still really enjoyable in my, and by the way, I'm not putting this as like, it's uptaking toy story or uh, I'm trying to think what else is there. Like, I mean, if it it does for you, great, man. Up Wally. Well, no, I'm trying to like, no, I meant to me, like what is like my top tiers? Well, you're saying it's, you're not putting it at your favorite Pixar film. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not my it's favorite. Definitely. No, it will not. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could do anything that will pass. Well, I think I kind of had a similar connection with Coco because I do have Mexican heritage in my family. And so I think that's why I like Coco. And I tell you guys, every time I watch Coco, I like it more. So, Brian, Coco, maybe you will. Yeah. And maybe. Also, maybe this quick, will surpass it. Quick note. I didn't know this going in. I had no idea. Again, like oh, you really? Oh, I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I didn't so watch I'm, the trailer or anything. I went in fresh, realizing that afterwards makes the movie that much better for me. I knew Jacob Tremblay. I did not know uh, Jack Yeah, Dylan. I only knew Jacob Tremblay. That was it. And yeah, honestly, I, no I, knew, I, I could tell idea. from his voice that it was Jacob hmm. Tremblay. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I I really, really enjoyed it. it. There's just so many things that I could like say like and relate it just like you could with Coco. Uh, the parents just, looking for him the whole time was funny to me. Yes. Too, when the land. mom starts pushing the kids in water, amazing. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything they did, water balloons, squirt gun, like everything was, it was just so funny. And I, I mean, this, and see, this is what I, would you say that they played stereotypes no. in the movie? Because I, they did, but they are not offensive ones. Like, well, it's tough that- because there was only Italian characters in the movie, yeah, so it exactly. wasn't like there were American characters and then the Italian characters were the villains. They were all Italian. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they had a giant contest and one of the things had to be eating pasta, like, so like, course- they're in freaking Italy. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's one of the funny things that, like, oh, okay. you're having okay, this, like. like it's a triathlon. America does hot dogs because we're fat. They do pasta because yeah. they eat pasta. Like, no, I'm not going to lie. I wanted some pasta after this movie. Oh, I know. Pasta. I, I wanted know. pasta from the dad. How bad? That's what I was just about to say. How bad did you want to eat the dad's uh, homemade pasta? But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I will. Is it the best Pixar movie? No. Is it a really good Pixar movie? I I would say yes. Okay. I'm gonna go on, before we wrap up, I'll go on the table real quick. Uh, I'll start with Geo. See it, save it, or skip it. See it. Especially this is why you have Disney Plus. See it. Yeah. Absolutely. Brian? Uh, uh absolutely see it. Why Jacob. not? <laughs> Jacob? 100% see it and I would I would love to watch this movie in the movie theaters. So, if you can do that, do that. That was in my own little personal theater. Just going to Brian, I will go I, with you to watch it in the theater if you want. It's like, not playing. They are not playing oh, it in the theaters. Really? Yeah, that's it's strictly oh, no. for Disney Plus. That's other Well, I, if it if it was, I would have gone and seen it in the theaters because it is makes one of the most gorgeous sense. things I've ever watched like and I can only imagine like how Jake had the enhancements to go with it. So 4k TV background lights. It was fire. 
Yeah, it was great. I'm, all right, let's I'm, go ahead and shift gears because it is a all around the board. See it unintended. Go watch. Oh my god! Not intentionally, but yes, <laughs> but yes. Um, go watch Luca, everybody. But yes, let's get into our Fast and Furious talk, everybody. That's why you really are all here. We are an hour into the show, but this is going to be all worth it. Uh, but before we get to that, real quick, we do have a reveal. We do have a small reveal that we have to do. Uh, our next watch along is taking place a week from today, everybody. It is taking place a week from today. There was a poll that was put up on our YouTube channel last week during last week's show when we revealed our picks. Um, and there is an official winner. And I got to say, this poll went back and forth, back and forth quite a bit as I was watching it over the week. Uh, I will go through the percentages real quick before revealing the ultimate winner. So we had one at 32%, 20%, 8%, 13%, 27%. I forget what I nominated. So the winner uh, was at 32%. So we had Zack Snyder's Justice League, Tropic Thunder, SWAT, Kick-Ass, and Atlantis, The Lost Empire. And the winner at 32% because you were all glorious people are smart as hell. And that is Atlantis, the Lost Empire, baby. No, oh, my streak wow. Atlantis, the Lost Empire has oh. won at 32%. We are celebrating this movie on its 20-year anniversary, and we'll be watching it next week right here at 7 o'clock Pacific on this show. Boom! What, what were the percentage? 32? 32, 20 for Kick-Ass, 8 for SWAT, 27 for Tropic Thunder, and 13 for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Interesting. I I thought uh, Justice League was gonna win for sure. So did I. And that was my first time. I didn't I didn't know who won. So that's interesting. This episode is all about family, sponsored by uh, family. Yeah, I there voted for my movie, but obviously it lost. <laughs> uh, John Pierce, there is no recount. It, it easily won. Easily recount. Easily. How many votes does it say? No, it doesn't say. Um, all right, so there it is, guys. Next week we'll be watching Atlantis: The Lost Empire right here on this show. Uh, but let's go ahead and move forward to some Fast and Furious talk, guys. Um, we're going to do a tier ranking like we did for Zack Snyder's films a few weeks ago. Uh, we're going to officially do a tier ranking of all nine Fast and Furious movies. That includes Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. um, and so we'll be going through them one by one uh, from the beginning until the very end, leading into Fast 9. And we will be reviewing Fast 9, um, not next week, but the week after. And we'll be talking about that movie. So let's go ahead and get into this, and we'll talk about it, and we'll go one by one um, through this tier ranking. This is going to be interesting, yeah, guys. I don't know if we want, do we want to do it by release order. Want to start? Uh, so, so, are we going to make the rule that there needs to be at least two in each? Oh uh, no, at least what one in each? I think there needs to be at least one in each. Yeah, I think that's fair because we're going to force a in movie each. into one of them if we at say at least two. one in each. Yes. Uh, isn't there? There's no F. Why am I thinking there was an F? No, there's no F because S S is technically the A. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. um, all right. Do we want to start? We just go in release order here. Yeah, you might as well. All right. So let's start with the original Fast, the the Fast and the Furious. So the original. I want to ask you guys: Are we ranking these movies compared to just each other? So, yeah. like, yeah. obviously we. Like let's say whatever we put a we would put apocalypse now in S right, but we're not saying the fat if we put Fast Seven in S, we're not saying Fast Seven is as good as Apocalypse Now. We are ranking right? it as a franchise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just as we did with Zach. The hell are you doing, G uh, Jacob? No, I'm just making it clear. Yeah. All right, so the Fast and the Furious. Um, I'll start. 
I think this is an S tier movie. I agree. I think this is S tier. This it's is this is premiere the Fast and the Furious for me. Yeah, I think I it's agree. the best one. Boom. I don't disagree with you, Jake. Um, on all accounts. I think it's A. And the reason is because it's it's a little dated. Okay. Like DVD players and like well, it you know, came out people, in the early two thousands. People, people complain about you know um, Fast Various Six and the <laughs> airstrip, but that first race—that's the longest quarter mile race ever. Like, <laughs> wait, Gio, do you live your life a quarter mile at a time? I used to. <laughs> Look, Jacob, I, Jacob. Jacob. No, I said S, and okay. I was I was gonna lean A, but I'm deciding on S because. I think it's my favorite one. And look, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of this franchise. I like it a lot. I've, I do have a connection with it because my brother, it's his favorite movie franchise. But I, yeah, the first one is has a, you know, a good place in my heart. So, and I watched it so many times as a kid. So S for me. Okay, we can go S. That's why. All right. So we have one end of the gate and we have one S tier movie. Okay. And again, these can all switch. These can all switch. Real quick, before we do, we move on. We did have a super chat that came through I wanted to get to. Mr. Johnny Quest himself. Uh, looking forward to coming back and seeing the Fast and Furious rankings. Luca was great. For my That's F1 fun. is my favorite. So many one-liners. I did hear <laughs> F9 is super you-know-what. You can rank at the bottom with Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, oh. Who, are you, who are you, Johnny? Oh, who are you, Johnny? Okay. okay. Who are you, Hot take. Well, I hope these rankings aren't for you. Well, we haven't <laughs> seen F9 yet, but... Hot take. Uh, well. All right, let's move on. Too fast, too furious. Who wants to start? Me. Okay. That's D. <laughs> I think this is one of the worst ones. And I saw it in theaters, and I remember it just being... I, so, fun fact, I've seen all these in theaters, but... Um, you So, you think too fast, too furious? Is it the worst of the worst? I can't. It's the one that I remember not liking the most. Okay. Mm. I'd go C because, I mean, it has the best car in all of the Fast and Furious movies, and that's Brian's uh, Skyline. Brian's Skyline I mean, is, in fact, the best car in all the movies. Yes. 100% agreed. Is that the silver one? The, GR the GRX 70 Skyline. 100% Geo. We're See, finally on the same page. This is exactly why we didn't do car rankings because I would I would have had to sit out, to be honest. <laughs> that was one of the options we were going to do tonight, guys. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. It was I either will, this or the I car I will say ranking. this. Uh, this is not the worst of the franchise. There is one that is 1,000% the worst of the franchise. I, and Too uh, Fast, Too Furious is a C tier for me. I, I, I go with C. Brian, it's are you not, okay to give? Yeah. Come on, Brian. Eat. Eva Mendez. I, God, I just don't. Of Tyrese I just Lucas. remember that movie being so. I could do with that. It's title. not. It's not good, Brian. I agree with you, but there are maybe two that are worse than it, and maybe opinion. the best Fast and Furious song. Honestly, I will say this for me: I am not a good judge of character because I tend to mix mix these movies together. <laughs> I'm not so honestly after Tokyo Drift between four through eight, they 
pretty much blend together to me. Well, speaking of Tokyo Drift, um, yes. I mean, I so no, this, I'm this, kidding. This I'm kidding. I would oh, give I it a, I I will, it an A. I'd give it I an will, A. I will get. I will. I'm not going to give it an S, but I will argue an S because the Fast and the Furious movies were built on racing. They were built on racing. Okay, that we can talk about the heisting and all that type of stuff. The first movie was about drag racing. Okay, living a life a quarter mile at a time, race wars, the whole nine. How many two times fast, more are you going to say living life a quarter mile at a time? Two. I'm going to say a lot. <laughs> two fast, two furious jumped on the heist train. Right, there was a little racing, but it was all about the heist. They had to. They had to drive a certain amount of play, uh, time to get to get what they needed. Tokyo Drift, no matter where it falls in the timeline, because we have no idea where it falls in the timeline. Um, <laughs> Justin Lin came in and recreated what the first movie was in drifting form. I love this movie. I do too. I love this movie. I, I think it's brilliant. I think that this movie is one of the best car movies we've ever had. But I will say this. In my personal rankings, it's number three on my list, not top two. I agree. I give it an A if I was being serious. Yeah, I'd go A. I mean, drifting, you know, you got uh, the introduction of the Han character. Um, I personally like Lucas Black, by the way. I think he's actually not bad. Yeah, Sean Boswell. He's cool. I mean, I could do without Bow Wow. I mean. Oh, yeah. Take him out. uh, You guys are so disappointed in me. You think it's the worst one, huh, Jacob? It is. Whoa. It is one of the worst ones. I put it in D, easy. Oh easy. man, bro, what about the I do like? Off? All right, I'll say the racing is the only thing I like about it. Bro, he, he drifts a Mustang, man. Like, come on. So he here he becomes DK. He's DK. Here's I, what. Here's what we and do. Then Vin shows up at the end, man. Here's uh, what we do in these situations. This is a teacher's uh, mental idea for you. There's always those kids that uh, when you grade on a curve, you take the outliers out. There's three of them here, and there's that one kid right now. Well, there's an outlier. we can't, we can't. And look, John agrees with you. John, John yeah. agrees with you. I so think, there? in my personal opinion, wait, so Gio and Brian said A, and I say A. I say A. Oh, you guys all said it's a. Yeah, it's A. Mm. Okay, I mean, so it's up to you guys. I'll leave it up to you guys. I think in my personal opinion, my D should drag it down to a B. I kind of I kind of agree with him. I'll, I'll leave it up I to you guys. As much one as I hate best, one of the best endings when Vin Diesel shows up at the end. You ready, kid? Wait, wait. Hey. You, you ready, kid? You ready, kid? I heard he's been beating everybody all over Han, Asia. Han, Han was family. Oh, it was that was one of the best surprises in the movie theater. In the movie I theater. I think B is fair. I but yeah. I do say this. I do say this. If we get another B, it's top B. It's high B. Oh, absolutely. It's high B. Okay. It's oh, for B. sure, because it it basically drags it down to like top B, like a B plus. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. I'll leave it there for now. Might might change. Might change. But we'll see. We'll see. Um. All right. So. Let's move on to the fourth movie in the franchise, which, which to many is considered um, the uh, the kind of reboot-ish of the franchise. Brought Vin back, right? Brought Paul back. Uh, brought Michelle Rodriguez back. It, it brought the crew back. Uh, Jordana Brewster. Jordana, Jordana Brewster, excuse me. Um, we got Giselle 
uh, played by Gal Gadot in this film. That's right. Yeah, um, we saw Han in the very beginning of the movie, knew, knowing that he rolled with with Vin. Um, Don what do we say, guys? What? Yes, of course. Uh, what What are we saying on this one? Uh, I'd go C. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, kind of, I also kind of agree because there's a couple movies coming that that are definitely higher than this one. So Fast Four. Or I guess Which they call just it just titled Fast and Furious. It's just yeah, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious is the one I've I think I've only seen this one once. It's so the one I'm Jacob, least familiar with. I was gonna go B because I think it's better than Too Fast Too Furious, but we could consider Too Fast Too Furious a lower C and this a higher C. So you you all three say C, I say B. So I think it could be a C. I think that's fair. I I, I definitely think it's better than fa- Too Fast Too Furious. Yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, definitely better than Too Fast and Furious. Okay, so we'll and again we'll leave it there for now. But if one comes up, then we'll switch it around. Yeah, we'll switch it around. I mean, you're fast. Too Fast and Furious is my D. So yeah, definitely. And this is this. It's it's not really memorable. Brian's right. It's not really memorable. Well, yeah. maybe that's why it's the one I remember least. Yeah, you know? that's fair. That's fair. But it was. But honestly, I remember though. It kind of. Slightly brought the franchise back, and then five hundred percent blew Vin, it. Vin, uh, uh, Dom got broken out of jail. Uh, Brian O'Connor was driving a skyline again. Yeah. Like people uh, were like, "Hey, that wasn't bad. Like, let's make more of these." Yeah. There was a there was a, a terrible death at the end of the movie. I mean, there's not some bad stuff. But again, Justin Lin, he knows what he's doing. He's knows what he's doing. All right, so let's let's talk about the one that really turned the Fast and the Furious franchise into mm-hmm. what it is today: Fast Five. Um, again, Justin Lin directing, taking the uh, taking the film to Rio de, de Janeiro mm-hmm. is almost the Avengers endgame of the mm-hmm. Fast and Furious movies, bringing everything full circle with this whole entire crew. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we thinking? S, S, 100% an S. <laughs> I go A. Get the I, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one. All right, Explain. obviously I put the first one in S, right? There's only one other movie that belongs in S to me. Brian Ward, you are not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong, Brian Ward. <laughs> um, I I will go S as well. I will go S as well. Putting... That, dude, that vault scene where they're driving the vault is amazing. And we got to see The Rock for the first okay, time. Okay, now that I think about, like, as far as comparing it in the movies in this franchise, it is pretty badass. Uh I mean, I'm okay with an S. I'll go high A, but I'm okay with an S. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the one where Dom like jumps, smashes, and goes like across a bridge. No, 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 no. That's oh. six. That's fast six. That's fast oh, okay. Gotcha. This Ryan, one, I'm uh, with you. They, I don't remember which one. They blur. They blur. They do. Together. Once the rock comes in, it blurs yes. together a little. Yes. Bit. This but, this is to yeah. many this uh, is the single best of the franchise. Absolutely. I, well, this turned it into a blockbuster franchise. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. This movie. Will, this movie rocks shit. This movie kills it. I, I I would put it probably in S because this is. Yeah, because I one, Vin Diesel and The Rock have a fight in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean like come on. Them, uh, the introduction of Luke Hobbs and his special forces unit when they steal um, the cop cars. Oh yeah, that, that scene doesn't Dom this- smash like concrete with a sledgehammer or something at the Hell end. Hell yeah, he does. This oh, is this goodness. is Luke Evans appearing, huh? No, this is the next one. 
Oh God, I'm really remembering. So the Rock is the villain in this movie. The antagonist. Oh. In this movie. The Rock is the antagonist in this movie. He's yeah, this part is of before the... he teams up with them. Yeah, he's part of a special force yeah. FBI unit that comes after them. Okay. Um, yeah, I, and I'm we also gonna... get we also uh, Geo. I'm blanking on his name. We get uh, we get what's his name back from the first movie. Oh, but, Vince. Um, Vince. We get Vince, Vince. back. Yeah, Vince oh, back God. in this movie. The, the humor so between uh, Don Omar and Tego. The the song at the end, Danza Gururo, I think is the name of the, the vault chase, uh, the the drive sequence. The vault, the, the vault sequence is one of the yeah. coolest car things I've ever seen in my entire life. The chase in the favela on the rooftops where Hobbs breaks through the window and Dom looks behind him. He's like, "Oh crap, this guy's for real." I mean, this is this is the one. This this is the one that changed the franchise. For By sure, putting yeah. the rock in, that was the best move that this franchise could have made. It's dare I say it saved the franchise because if we would have gotten another Fast and Furious four, like two of them back to back, but the rock added something. This is like the almost peak of Dwayne Johnson's uh stardom right here. No, I mean my original instinct was A, but you guys convinced me. I, I think it belongs in S in this franchise for sure. Well, okay. So now, now the question becomes: <laughs> Jake doesn't even put it to. to is it, wait, is hold it, on, though. We didn't say a limit. We didn't say there can only be two. No, no, no. 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 But I'm saying, is it before the Fast and the Furious or after the Fast? And the Furious? Um, before. <laughs> I say after personally. I say after. Um, yeah, I say after. Geo, you okay? I, I'm out. I mean, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, numbered. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Well, again, we can we can adjust towards the end if we need to. But all right, let's move on to the Fast and Furious Six. Here is where it got interesting. Um, Luke Hobbs, played by Dwayne Johnson, um, recruits. Yeah, please Tom's give us crew. a reminder of the movie. <laughs> Luke Hobbs, uh, played by Dwayne Johnson, recruits Dom's crew. We have Han, we have Giselle, we have Brian, we have Jordana Brewster, we have Tyrese. Uh, you know, we have Luda, we have the whole crew, uh, and. They are going up against a rival crew that is incredibly good at what they do, led by Luke Evans. But yes, they also have Michelle Rodriguez's Letty on their team, who has no more memory of who she is. The story focuses on that. Also focuses up against going in that crew who is trying to uh, commit a giant heist around Europe, um, and it's all about that. Uh, and it's badass and awesome and full of craziness. Uh, James, no, Justin Lin directed this one as well. James Wan did seven. Um, yep. Justin Lin did this one as well. Um, for me personally, I would probably say that this is a a a. I would probably say a tier. I'd probably Luke say Evans, a. man. The Luke Evans is great. Luke and he was he's related to a character that we find out is in the next movie as well. The Shaw, the, the Shaw family. Mm-hmm. The Formula One looking cars Which that you know awesome. they can drive straight yeah. ahead and they I'm okay with A because it's in my opinion, it's better than Tokyo Drift, but not as good as the other two. Uh, so the cool thing about this movie is that it for the first time in the entire franchise gave us a rival team. In six movies in, it's the first time we saw a team that was actually capable of taking down Dom, Brian. Uh, Lu, uh, you know, Luda, all these people on on their team, Han, Giselle, and we also got the death of Giselle in this film. Uh, mm. And then the the post credit scene in this film is where we saw the death of Han in Tokyo Drift, and we learned about who Jason Statham was, Jason who Statham. eventually was the villain in Furious Seven. 
By the way, Gal Gadot ain't dead. She coming back for sure. Wow. So the couple no. dies in the same movie. They both die well, in the same movie. No relationship. Kind, no. kind of, sort of. I mean, this is the first time that the that the Fast and Furious movies went full MCU. Well, actually, Han didn't die. So he didn't die. He died way before, technically. Or never. We'll find out. That's true. This week. But I, I say A. <laughs> I say A personally. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm also an A. Yes, correct. Movie. Correct. Brian, the expert yeah. on and a hundred percent correct. The, the 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 runway was so long. No, so long. This is this is the one where Dom gets on top of the hood on the freeway, crashes, jumps over to the other side, catches Letty yep. mid ear, oh, and then lands my. like nothing on another <laughs> car. Yep, that it's, sounds right. It's crazy. Oh, don't forget, uh, Joe Taslim is in there, and he whoops both Han and Tyrese's ass, which was pretty funny. And nobody really likes her now, but Gina Carano was also in this movie as well. Yeah, she, she was just oh, as, she was yeah. just as a terrible actress as she was now. Yep. Letty kicked that ass. Yep. Letty kicked that ass. Hey, I liked her in this movie. She was cool. No, she was terrible. Okay, all right, we'll go A. We'll go. Which a. one was? Um, Ronda Rousey in seven. The next one that we're going to be talking about right now. So Furious Seven is when Justin Lin stepped away from the franchise, did Star Trek Beyond, um, and this is where James Wan came in in between his Conjuring run right before he did Aquaman. And this is the movie that also had the crazy production because in the middle of it, uh, Paul Walker passed away in a car accident. Um, the one of the heart and souls of this franchise and one of my favorite actors personally, I still remember exactly where I was learning about this. Me uh, too. Uh, and Paul Walker passed away and the production was shut down for a very, very long time. And his brothers came in to sub for him. And they, this is the first time we really saw the CGI face kind of being in coming into movies. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul's face was dubbed onto their faces and we got that incredibly chilling, uh, farewell to the Paul Walker character at the end of the film. Um, but just a kind of refreshing of the movie, it takes place in Dubai. This is where we got the, the, of the, the cars jumping between the two skyscrapers. Yeah. Uh, the film ended in LA. We saw the rock with a giant machine gun in the center of LA. I am the guy down a helicopter. Um, this is where the movie went full jump over the shark. Wait, this is the, Building to building, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the building to building wow. um, with one of the most famous cars in the world, which is beautiful. And as Brian mentioned, we got the Michelle Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey fight. Kurt Russell. Yes, Brian Nesbaum, thank you. We got our first appearance of hey, uh, Kurt Russell um, in, in the film. Uh, we also got Natalie Emanuel, who is now a mainstay in the, in the franchise, ex-Game of Thrones actor, uh, playing Ramsey. Um, a whole lot of new material coming. I want her to play Storm. Yeah, she'd be an incredible choice. But uh, what are we thinking for uh, Furious 7, guys? And remember, remember, cars can officially skydive. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that sequence. Man. <laughs> I'll, I, mean, I think I might be the only one who thinks this. I'll put it in S 100%. It might, it might be my favorite other than the first one. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. I, I love this movie. That's and, awesome. And, and the ending, like... Even if I thought the movie was an A, the ending puts it to an S for me. That's why I thought I might be the only one. But I, I was thinking B. And it's not just the emotion with Paul Walker that makes me do that. I, this movie is like one of the most fun for Excellent. me, to be honest. I'm going. Oh, I'm and, 
and we saw sorry brian we saw vin diesel and jason say them lightsaber fi lightsaber fighting on top of a, a parking garage i would we go ace for this one but whatever what you guys say? decide maybe my s pulls it a little bit higher up <laughs> but I don't know. He said something about the street always wins, and then he stomps, and then the parking garage falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he said the street always wins, and the parking garage. He crushes the parking garage. Yeah, he, he does. The parking um, I mean, it's hard to argue against you know the S because of the circumstances, the production. They literally shut down for a year, and there was so much controversy about it should just stop. They shouldn't do it. They they should just scrap it and universal actually considered it for a while before pushing it and um giving everybody time which is something warner brothers needs to learn how to do anyways okay um, okay 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 anyways i mean uh, for me it's an a it's an a i mean what keeps it from an s is that you know there are there are times where you can tell they that they didn't have paul walker and they try their best with the editing. And then, you know, it does stretch a little bit. This is where it really begins to stretch as far as the action sequences. I mean, I know we talked about six and uh, Toretto jumping over a freeway and catching, but I mean, this one. Well, like, this is really... the first movie where each movie had a giant stunt. Yeah. Yeah, actually, exactly. A, a giant stunt. So for me, it's, it's a, and don't forget, Tony Jaw was in this one too. I'm a big fan. Oh, of that's right. He got his ass kicked by Paul Walker. That's right. Well, the second time, yeah. So I will I will say this. Um going into this, I would have given it an A, but for some idiotic reason, I blindly forgotten my emotional connection to this film because of the Paul Walker circumstance. As I mentioned, he was one of my favorite actors. Uh, I loved everything he did. As as cheesy as it was, sometimes um, like I thought he was the one. Eagles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I watched all his movies. Hello, uh, you know, um, Varsity you know, Blues. Uh, Varsity, yeah. Varsity Blues. Uh, there's that movie with Jessica Alba where they were treasure hunting, and I'm forgetting the name at the moment. Into the Blue, I think. Into the Blue. Yeah. Uh, no, me and my brothers Joy loved Ride. all his movies. Yeah, yeah Joyride Joy too. Ride. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I loved, I loved everything he did. And I remember going to, the, I remember exactly where I was. I was with my, my best friend, Christiane, who is a massive Fast and Furious friend, uh, uh, fan. And I was in San Francisco. I was staying at her house that weekend. I drove to San Francisco to see this movie specifically. <laughs> we went to the theater and I, I remember the emotions in that theater as we were watching Paul Walker for the final time. Um, so because of that, I I think I do think that it could be given an S tier. I do think it can be given an S tier. Brian? Uh, I'm saying A, so we're split. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I I would honestly look if if I had to like I would I would Time Machine, Brian, I, yes! I be, Time machine. Yes. I would be fine with S. Okay. I I, I don't think my gripe about the editing and the CGI would, you know, I, I'd be okay with this. I mean, it made one point five billion. Well, well here, here's right? here's the thing, Brian. Are you okay giving it an S tier? I'm okay with it. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I are we not doing like you can't stack a tier? Well, I mean, if a movie deserves a tier, then we should put it in there, regardless of you know. It's just. 
I, I I know which one's gonna be D. I mean, but I know just... we all know which one's gonna be. <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of the worst. I mean, arguably you can the worst I mean, now. ever. Um, just but, put it just put it in the S tier okay, for so, now. So do, are we are we in agreement that it's it's three of S tier though? Yes. Yes. I think it has it's to be. If be... we're if we're debating putting it in A, then yeah. Okay. All right. We'll leave it there for now. We'll leave right, it there for now. Just move that one up. The next one, this is this is the worst of the this movie is flat out fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This movie is I this movie is terrible. I yeah. First of all, the title, horrendous. Horrendous title. And the movie itself is just terrible. Like, and you have The Rock, Charlie's Throne, and like Wow. I, I this movie was ruined for me by Charlize Theron's hair. Like <laughs> I this I literally, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. MCU. <laughs> this is the one that you see at the knockoff in the bin that you like grab and you go, oh, this looks like this. I I mean, why, why waste time? Is anyone going higher than D? I mean, I'd go C. Oh, I mean, my God. No, it is not. Wor- it is not better than Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm sorry. I didn't see the rock. The, I'm, the rock literally with his bare hands. Pushes a submarine torpedo out of the way. Yep. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. In Furious 7, Vin Diesel picks up a car. Well, like nothing. Okay. No, there, but that, that, is, that is realistic because that car is made to be light, Gio. Here's the thing. We <laughs> have it? to have a yeah. D movie. Here's the thing. We have to have a D movie. Well, I say D. As so well. I mean, I would put this and Tokyo Drift in D, but th- this would this would be like happen. an F you plus. You can plus. leave for your Tokyo Drift. This would be like an F plus plus, man. This movie is terrible. I, I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a rewatch before before we go see Fast Nine. I'm not putting this on the list. That's how much I don't want to care about this movie. So there are some decent things. Like I like that Shaw's working with them and stuff. Like I liked that part of it, but overall, I was disappointed like i already okay. knew right away like i was gonna my d's were tokyo drift in this so i vote d I, you can get out of here with your take on well, yeah, I won't to- mention it again. not not a d movie so I won't mention it again. that's not happening all right where are we at are we putting this in d yes okay all right now this is where it gets interesting this is where it gets interesting the first d. spinoff of the series hobbs and shaw presented by the fast and furious terrible terrible title but I will say this. I fucking love this movie. I do too. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> Not to mention Jake and I saw it in D-Box. This movie rocks. I saw it too with you guys. This movie oh, rocks. Um, but I will say this. Because we already have three in S tier, I will give it an A tier. I will give it an A tier. Wow. You would... But... You would consider putting it in S? You love it that much? Oh my goodness. Wow. Like, Vanessa I like Kirby, this movie. Vanessa Kirby murders. Idris Elba is badass. Hobbs yes, and Shaw, Dwayne, and, and Jason Satham are, have the best chemistry on the planet. And Ryan Reynolds makes a quick appearance. And Keanu Reeves could be the bad, bad guy for all we know. And Kevin Hart also makes an appearance too. Don't forget that. But in a good role, I will say. No. Is there such I, thing? There's not such thing, but whatever. Oh, I just remember <laughs> Cardi B's in Fast Nine. Shit. 
Yeah, that could ruin that movie for me. I oh heard she's going to be a staple of the franchise. She's already coming back. <laughs> she's coming back for Fast 10 too, Gia. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Wait, she's really? Yeah, it, yeah it, they already she, announced it. She's coming wow, back. Wow, spoiler. Why? Now we know she survives or whatever. It doesn't matter with this franchise. Anyway, so Hobbs and Shaw. Iggy, Iggy and Azalea Shaw. or Ja Rule come back. I was leading B or C. <laughs> ja Rule. I B like this movie. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, oh no! See, I'm in between an A or a B. I I think I lean B. It's with it's, this one. It's oh god, because I like it more than I, I definitely I like it way more than Too Fast Too Furious. So, like as I don't know, as a person, all right, Gio, where are you I, at? I, I can appreciate the Samoa and the culture and <laughs> the chant. I'm surprised. I thought Gio liked this movie. I'm honestly, so did I. So did no. I. No, I mean, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, I mean, I, I, Jake, you reminded me that Vanessa Kirby and Ia Isa Gonzalez is in this movie as well. well. I, I, first of all, it's Isa Gonzalez, but that's Isa. Isa Gonzalez is in it for all about thirty seconds. Vanessa Kirby steals the film from one Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. So boom. I just love Jason Statham so much. Like <laughs> he elevates this movie from like yeah, a C to that. a B for me. That no, that no. scene where he's kicking the crap out of uh, at the party scene at the very beginning, uh, amazing, amazing. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. Okay, he's, I'll go B. I'll go he B. needs to do more comedy. Guys, this is an A movie. <laughs> I this used to say an A movie. This is an A movie. <sighs> what else? No, I'm, I go B. I can put it with an A. B is what I'm comfortable with. What's? I'm not budging. This is A. Okay, wait, hold on. So. But then you got the rock holding a helicopter with the chain. This is an A movie. Gio, what were you saying? What like what was your first instinct to put it in? Well, Gio? first I said D, but then I, what? I, I, had, I, had, what? I had the Jacob effect where you start talking about the talking movie about it. Like, oh, yeah. Like, so I say B, Gio is kind of leaning towards C, I guess. I'll go I don't B. Know. Yeah. Brian, Jacob, or Jake, you're a what? Yes. This is a borderline S. <sighs> oh, ja oh, no, no, no. Jake wanted an A. This yeah, is yeah. A. This is A. This is an A movie, 100%. But two of us are like not optimistic. About it. I mean, I like it, but I don't know. Ah. What is that? We have an A. Is that fast? Brian, 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 Brian. I, I just, I just want to, I want to say one line to you. No, it, you want to know why? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to say one line that might tip the shoulders to you. No, Idris Elba literally says the line. I'm Black I, Superman. I, I am Black okay. Superman. Let's go. Here's the thing that's messing me up. Jacob fucked us by putting Tokyo Drift in a B. <laughs> Okay, because Tokyo Drift should be in an A. Because uh, we can still change some things around. Okay, Jacob, how about this? Jacob, how about this? If we make Hobbs and Shaw a B, would you be okay with Tokyo Drift being an A? We can't bribe through. No. That's, that's what I this is all about. Oh, so man, and these guys if, are in a fancy football league together. Well, hold on, Brian. Yeah, you should be familiar off the with that. What's your first instinct to put it in, Brian? Off the bat. My first, what I would ideally like is Tokyo Drift in that A, and then this behind See, it. 
I think Hobbs and Shaw is way better than Tokyo Drift. So I would rather put Hobbs. I would rather allow Hobbs and Shaw to be an A, to be honest. Uh, uh, If my only choice is to put, but why do we have to move Tokyo Drift to, I guess it's a negotiation, right? So negotiation. So I'm okay putting Hobbs and Shaw in A because I would rather watch Hobbs and Shaw 10 times over than have to yes, ever Don, watch Tokyo yes. again. I, I remember really, really liking this movie. And I'll put it, like I said earlier, four through eight blend together to, to me. This one I actually remember so I'm thinking I might drop it in the A. Let's go! <laughs> so we got two A's, a B, and what was yours, Jacob? I said B. Come on, baby. Come so, on. But I'm saying if I'm, I would you just drop like, it in the C, Jake. Okay. If I have to oh, move it, it. I, I'm not willing to allow Tokyo Drift to go to A. So if I'd, ra- I'd rather allow Hobbs and Shaw be in A. Yeah, go ahead. I'll do it for some. Let's go! <laughs> Hell yeah! Damn, I didn't it's know you liked the movie that friend. much. Oh, I love, I love it. I love it so much. And because it's, because I hated fun, the Fate yeah. of the Furious so much, I was like, burn that franchise to the ground, and make Hobbs and Shaw the new franchise. That's what I wanted. I, that's what I wanted. So, well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, our official tier list of the Fast and Furious oh, franchise. Um, I'll go and you can see it on screen, but I'll run through it. So at number one overall, we have the fast. Put it in presentation mode. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That, I didn't realize there was presentation mode. Now nah, you gotta, you gotta change fast five and fa- the fast. So there we go. Um, no, we don't, Geo. Sorry. Um, the first official movie in the Fast and Furious ranking is the original, The Fast and the Furious, followed by the Fast or Fur- uh, Fast Five. Excuse me, Fast Five. Followed by Furious 7, followed by Fast and Furious 6, followed by uh, Hobbs and Shaw present, presented by Fast and the Furious at number five. <laughs> These titles, man. The fat, and then at number six, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, followed by Fast and Furious by number seven, with Too Fast, Too Furious at number eight, and the terrible, most forgotten movie of all time, The Fate of the Furious, coming in at number nine hey and is the new one called f9 the fast saga it or is or am i tripping it is called that okay <laughs> no fast we can add that to this one day seatbelts they honestly oh. need to just start calling him fast and furious 9 fast and furious 10 fast and yeah nine. they seriously they seriously like ff8 ff9 ff10 yeah. yeah we'll see well, I don't know about you guys, on, but quick, quick. that is way more fun than a regular ranking. <laughs> I love the tier. Me too. This year makes it 20 years, right? Since the Fast and the Furious. It's officially 20 years since the original. Yes. Wow. I can't, I can't believe it. Who would have thought? Who That's crazy. Thought, yeah. These that movies. Is, just, I didn't yeah. even realize that, to be honest. So funny. Man. Oh, man. I can't believe I, I love these tears because of that very last movie having to barter and do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's cool negotiating where they should go and stuff. Yeah. Wow, today it's, is today is the actual 20th anniversary. Yeah, no, it was it was actually today. Oh, yeah. literally today. Yeah, it was actually today. Holy oh, yeah. Awesome. That's wow. So oh, well, they released it the week of. 
the the new one the week of. So that's cool. Who would have thought, man? Like you could you could still do so much, even though they said only two more movies. You could do like a yeah, right. They're gonna make more. Yeah, you could do Tyrese and Ludacris spinoff. I mean, I don't know who who would watch that. But no, I mean, no. Tyrese needs to hurry up and die in one of these. Tyrese days. should have d- died a long time. Whoa. Ago. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's messed up. The Sorry. character in the movies. Yes. No. No. Not the person. The character. Oh. All he's there to do is just go ah and scream. Yeah, they they ruin his character because that that's not Tyrese from Too Fast Too Furious. That is not Tyrese from Too Fast Too Furious. That's yeah, Tyrese from Death Race. Yeah. See that? Love that. Love that. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking F9, the Fast Saga, next Tuesday. <laughs> no, it won't be oh, next Tuesday. It'll be the week that. after because we're doing. Ah. Wait, what's CGO? next week? It's Our not watch just long as next week. Oh yeah. Um, it's not just the Snyder cut that gets pushed back due to watch longs. Geo, see. It's the the fast saga as well. We well, the Snyder cut didn't get pushed back. Just oh, something got pushed back. Zack Snyder himself got pushed. Oh back. no no no! It was um, it was what's it called? Zack Snyder about... himself. Oh got yeah, yeah yeah okay okay that's what I meant yeah it was I Army of the Dead though too right? Yeah. yeah like we reviewed Army of the Dead that same episode. Yeah. I just okay. love that the two, arguably most favorited things of Geo. Zack Snyder and Fast and the Furious are the ones. I wouldn't say this is his second favorite franchise. <laughs> I don't know uh, about it's, that. It's up there. And, I mean, but you I like what? I well, agree. No, that's fair. That's fair because Zack Snyder is his own franchise to Geo slash genre, and then Fast and Furious comes after it. So hey, Zack Snyder is his own genre. Okay. I didn't say it was a good genre. I <laughs> would hurry up, Jacob. Hurry up. I I I don't I don't give him his own genre. That's <laughs> Catch us tomorrow as we like, break down. Like Tarantino <laughs> is his own genre. Uh, you know? here at seven thirty hey, tomorrow. Live right here, Zach. everybody. We have Marvel Rewind. <laughs> hmm. Zack Snyder's yeah. Justice League is better than you could Avengers find me at. Uh, That's a debate for Luna another Ball time. Uh, why don't you send me an invite uh, to your show Twitter time, Gio, and, and Instagram? Then I'll, uh, you got, you got also on has just gone off the certain point of view. Um, all right let's head out of here don't forget to check out like they said marvel rewind tomorrow 7 30 p.m also the fandalorian club this friday um at 4 p.m different time there we go um i am jacob bartley you can find me on twitter at jake bartley 824 you can also find me on youtube i have two other youtube channels the first round fantasy podcast where we talk about fantasy football in the nfl i also do a Power Rangers podcast called Off the Grid, where I talk Power Rangers comics and other stuff. I will be actually putting an episode out this week on Friday for anybody listening out there. Uh, Jake Berlin, where can they find you online, man? Uh, you can find me on all socials at Qui-Gon Jake Two Ends because someone else took it before I did. Uh, you can also find me on the Schmodown After Show, A Certain Point of View. Uh, we are doing shows on Sundays. We also do reactions every match day. And if you're interested, if you've never heard of it, uh, if you're interested in movie trivia, it's a professional movie trivia league. It's called the Movie Trivia Showdown. Check it out. I'm also doing the Whiskey Jedi, my own little fun podcast where I talk Star Wars and geek stuff that I really enjoy and drink whiskey and sometimes even beer, a.k.a. my Star Wars beer. I need nice. to try that if you give me one. Uh, Gio Ramos Toretto, where can they find you online, man? 
Please, I'm more Hobbs. Um, oh, you guys can find me oh, on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter at Grey Goose Jedi. I also do Fandom United Live every Sunday evening. That's uh, my own YouTube channel. Uh, this past episode was on Father's Day, and I highlighted some great fathers in movies. So check that out. I'd appreciate your time and Andy knows what's up. He's had it. Oh wow, up. I'm missing out. Sorry, Gio. Uh, and Brian, uh, tell them where they can find your. Well, no, seven real quick, other real quick, podcasts. I want to say, Gio, um, do you want me to update your logo, or are you just going to do it, Mister Graphic Master? I ain't no graphic master. Like I said, you do everyone else's graphics, and I'm taking the toll off your shoulders. Okay. So, I never said I, I couldn't mean, do it. Huh? I never said I couldn't do it. No, not at all. I, I just, you know, I see you doing everyone else's, Mister P Diddy, and so I want to like. Mr. P. Diddy, because you're a producer, like on everyone's freaking show, and you're you're the master producer. But yeah, if you if you want to update the logo, please, um, I'd be open to doing it. So, I'll th- I'll think. Go. I'll think. Ryan, do you need any logos updated for your podcasts? No, because you can uh, find me wherever Jake is, which is on a certain point of view, and at B. Valcino. Is that what it is? Yeah, B. Valcino. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. I just realized that yesterday when I told you that I made them the same, they're actually different. Oh sure my God. So I might have to change that. But uh, yeah. Those Jacob, you, for, you forgot to plug something. Did I? What was that? Don't you have something that's upcoming? I did change oh, it. Oh my goodness. How could I forget? Wow. I'm, I'm an a-hole. Proposing? Um, the return of Bartley and Barnes is coming this month at the oh, end yeah. of the month. Our variety show, we're going to be talking movies, music, television, a bunch of other stuff. Jake is hearing this for the first time, but we're actually going to be discussing the Back to Future trilogy, Back to the Future trilogy. Wow. 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 He no. makes you a new logo and then I, doesn't invite I you. Am, I'm just going to remove him now. <laughs> We're actually trying to get you as a guest, Jake. I have my you notes. You haven't reached out to my people yet? Look, it says eyeing a Jake Berlin guest appearance in my notes. So I promise <laughs> you we are. And the reason why we're doing that is because I watched Back to the Future 2 and 3 for the first time recently. So, And I've never seen them, and I'm, I really want to talk about that. So uh, we will be discussing that. So I'm sure Jake will find time to come on and discuss Dude, that. that is a dope logo you got right there man well you're blocking yeah, jake hey, jacob i mean jake we need to update mine asap man i'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a couple hundred dollars and you come up with some bud like, but wait now you're blocking jake's uh thing but yeah that barley and barnes uh, logo is fire also, thank you to uh mr brian Avalatino, by the way that's yeah, that, that is, is awesome right so there. um Yes, jake i would love to have you on for that discussion we'll be talking a bunch of other stuff the nba playoffs too we'll we um I'll see if I, I, decided, I decided in my opinion that LeBron is no longer the best player in the NBA. We'll be discussing who we think the best player in the NBA is. Devin Booker on did that his, show. Did his team just get knocked Not out? Not Devin Booker. It's Devin but Booker. yes, um but anyways, check out us Apocaflix tomorrow. We'll be talking Loki. Shows up. We'll see you guys then. <laughs> <laughs>